Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broken to Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Von Tressa, and this is the third season of Broken to Beautiful. And I have some amazing things lined up for this season, some amazing people that are going to be speaking with me. I was on a break over the summer, but not really on a break over the summer, just trying to make sure that everything was great for you guys. And I have a treat today. I have my good friend, Tiffany Bird. Hello, everyone. And Tiffany is no stranger to Broken to Beautiful because Tiffany is actually the mastermind behind proofreading the blogs that come out every month. That's right. I don't do them on my own. She is there to protect us and make sure that I'm not going in circles, to make sure that I'm grammatically correct before they go out. And so I just appreciate her for doing that for me all these years and making sure that they go out as flawless as they do. So I'm going to give Tiffany an opportunity to talk a little bit about herself, and then we'll get into this podcast and which blog it came from and kind of why we chose to go this route. Well, hello again, everyone. Um, I want to first begin with thanking Von Tressa for having me come. Um, because I always get the pleasure of reading everything first. <laughs> so I get a sneak preview. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she talks about me doing this for the last couple of years. And it, it really doesn't feel like it's been that long. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know how I became the editor. I don't even know. <laughs> like, can you, you know, can you look over this and... And we just do it. So, um, <laughs> it's nice for me because it's already I was already going to read the blog anyway, so now I get to read it ahead of time. Exactly. Um, so it's it's really an honor to be on this side of things and to be able to um, contribute. As I said when Von Tressa asked me, is that I just hope I can give some value and um, <laughs> help at least one person, maybe you know, a little bit. Yeah. Um. And so as she said, I'm Tiffany Bird. I am. Let's see. I don't really know what to say about myself. Thirty-two. <laughs> Um, been married for going on five years to lovely husband of mine, John Berg the third is how he'll <laughs> and um we've been living in Colombia. I've been in Colombia for I guess almost ten years now. It's mm-hmm. hard to believe. Mm-hmm. But I'm a South Carolina native, um, work in the field of public health and uh reproductive health care. And um in school Getting a PhD. Come on, so, sis. Um, so if you see me a little <laughs> raggedy in the streets, that's why. So, you know, always like to learn, love to work on public health. And so um, really love to grow in the word as well, which is why I'm so honored to be able to be the editor. I guess I'm the editor officially <laughs> of, um, of the blog. It's just been wonderful to see how um, my trust has been growing and how the blog has been evolving and how um and and the topics and things that god gives her it's just been great to sort of witness that on the side as a friend as well so just happy to be here hope i didn't miss any points no i think you did amazing and you even segued girl you are a natural so she said evolved And that is exactly where we're going with this podcast. So this podcast is from 
a blog that was written in August of 2021, and it was called The Art of Evolution. And you guys, I appreciate every single time that God gives me something to say. I really do. I don't take it for granted because I know he could talk to anybody that he wants to. He is capable of using anybody that he wants to. Um, This particular blog came to me one day when I was on the way to work. And of course, if I'm driving, I can't write. So I had to pick up my phone and voice record what he was showing me in that moment um, about the evolution. And that's kind of how this came to be. And so I appreciate those moments of how he's showing me how I'm evolving in listening to him and in, in being obedient as I, as obedient as I can. Amen. (laughs) So we're going to talk about this. So a part of this podcast and the blog, I was talking about how I asked myself a lot of questions. During this time when I wrote this blog, I was going through counseling, but I noticed that I was asking myself a lot of questions. And I began to wonder why, like I would write a question down and sometimes I would answer it right in that moment. And then sometimes I would go back and answer it later. And I always date my journal entries. And I realized that it was because I was on a journey of self-discovery and a journey of evolution. So I looked up the definition of evolution and everybody knows how I am about definitions. So it means to grow, to develop or gradually, to develop gradually, especially from a simple to a more complex form. The Latin form of this word means to unroll or to unravel. And some synonyms are to progress, produce, advance, mature, and expand. And all of those things kind of seem to be happening to me simultaneously, but at different levels. So, Tiffany, what does evolution mean to you personally? And is there a word or some words that stick out to you from that definition that I just read? Well, if I had to define it, I would say always being willing to change and grow Mm -hmm. continually. Emphasis on continually. Right. Um, Because I feel like it never truly stops. And so um, I think the the idea of growth is hard Mm -hmm. because usually, you know, things have to be broken Mm -hmm. and stretching and pruning and all that. Um, But... I think it is a a process that we should look forward to and really have to be willing to be in partnership with God on that. Right. And none of those words that you use sound attractive at all. Um, One of the words that comes to mind when I think about my journey is like an excavation. And that's Mm -hmm. that's deeper. Excavation and Mm -hmm exhuming and things like that. And and when we think of that, that's like total chaos. Um, Things are are being dismantled and moved all over the place. And it's not fun, but it is something that we should look forward to because there's always um, something beautiful that is produced in the end. So I do agree with that wholeheartedly. 
So I talked about how I was asking myself all these questions and everything. So have you ever had to ask yourself any questions like that? Or what's the hardest question that you've had to ask yourself that kind of triggered an evolution moment in your life? Hmm, I mean, I think I guess I think about my life in the different roles mm-hmm. that I'm in or the hats I wear. And so I would say, like, when, we t- when you're talking about marriage, talking about your work life, talking mm-hmm. about school, talking about family, friendships, mm-hmm. um, usually the evolution for me happens when there, there's conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, and conflict usually has a negative connotation, but I don't think it has to be. I think every relationship, in order for it to be stronger, has to go through some conflict. It's mm-hmm. about how you navigate through that. And you know how, I'm going to just say me, I won't say we, (laughs) is when we have conflict, we can easily point out other people's flaws and what they did wrong, said wrong, should have done better. Mm -hmm. But for me, when evolution takes place, or right before I would say the precursor to evolution for me is to ask God, like, okay, what's your your part in this? Right. Is it you? Mm. Did you contribute to this? Is it all them? And usually when, you know, that's after I'm already like, you know, laying it all out to God and telling him about everything that they did wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I just get overcome with this overwhelming sort of sense like, but are you contributing? And usually that's when I'm able to take note of, okay, these are some areas you need to work on. These are mm-hmm. areas you need to grow in. Mm-hmm. And so that that's usually the tough question because it's like, you gonna ask that question? Be ready for what what's gonna come out on the other side of that. Oh gosh, that was that was good. And I always talk about self awareness and things like that. But the closer that you get to God, I think the more self aware you can be, um, because you're in tune with Him and the conviction, mm-hmm. the standard that He has for us, we can't always get away with what other people get away with. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't always get away with treating other people the way that other people can get away with treating other people. And it's like, but I want to be rude. Like, I really want to just set it off, like right here in this moment. But because of the conviction that we have, we can't just do that. And so that is a moment where we have to be reflective. And even though I might do it, you might not know about it, but I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to feel real bad. (laughs) I don't have to tell you nothing. I got this. I'm going to talk to God about this. Um, I'm going to apologize to him because you deserved every piece of what I gave you or every look that I gave you or whatever. But we just can't operate the same. And so that's why I say the closer um, your relationship is, the more self-aware that you are because he will call you out. I just find it so funny when people are always like, God talked to me or God told me this and God told me that. And it's all like rainbows and butterflies, Mm -hmm. but he really talked to you yet until he tells you you were wrong. Or until he tells you, now you need to work on that. You know that's not right. You need to stop. Or how are you going to work to fix this? You know, so that is that is true relationship. Yeah, 
when mean, yeah in your definition that you read the word mature was in there yeah. or maturation and so it's like that's challenging mm-hmm. so if every time it's always like you said rainbows and sunshine mm-hmm. you're not being challenged Mm-mm. because i mean when life is good life is great yeah but the moments that challenge you are the moments where you are able to mature and that's how you evolve and you grow and grow mm-hmm. yes Oh, that is so true. And I talked about in the blog about how change is the only constant in life. That's the only thing that is going to always be there. And we can either do it willingly or by force. Um, And that that is just life. That is how it happens for us. So we can either partner with him as he grows us and matures us um or he can just kind of put a little pressure on us and then we'll eventually come back and be like okay what did i do what do i what do i need to do in order to to get back to where i needed to go so i talked about how the questions forced me to think on a different level and you use the word challenge and I talked about how it challenged me to figure out why I feel or think the way that I do because most of the time when we have those conflicts and those issues it's because of a thought pattern that we have and sometimes when we're toxic we don't know we're toxic until situations like that come up we don't know that we're dysfunctional until situations like that come up because we've always known it this way whether it's something that was just from how life has treated us whether it's something that was familial and and culturally Mm -hmm. sound um just because it's sound in those areas that doesn't necessarily mean that it's sound for everyone else Mm -hmm. and it's going to um, be okay for the relationships that we are called to have in our lives and so asking ourselves the hard questions and find that helps us to find out who we are at our core so that we can show up as our authentic selves um because a lot of us talk about being real but we ain't real about the right things um (laughs) so it helps us to work through our challenges and situations that mature us girl you are on it you are on it um so have you ever had any difficulty with this as far as you know communicating that to other people have you ever had to kind of go back and be like look so here's the thing i was wrong (laughs) and i you know i've been really working on that a lot Mm -hmm. lately because you know, something that I remind myself often is that we're supposed to be Christ represented. Mm-hmm. So that means that, especially when you're in spaces, when you're around people who are not believers mm-hmm. or people who don't know God, mm-hmm. you might be the only example. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes when people know that you say that you're a Christian or you say you're a believer, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you should model that behavior. Right. And if, you know, they point out the faults before you do. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I try to remember that. And so especially then when I have conflicts or when I misrepresent God, when mm-hmm. I say something that I shouldn't have said, mm-hmm. or maybe I didn't handle the situation well, mm-hmm. I have to go back and clear it up because 
I need you to know that reconciliation and like going back and telling people that you're wrong is part of what we do. Like yes. it's the character that we have, it's the standard that we set. It's the character of Christ. There we go. <laughs> and I can't walk around here saying, got my little placard on my desk saying that yes. I, I can't have that on my desk and then I treat you this way mm-hmm. and not be willing to admit my fault. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I try to do, especially in spaces when I'm around people that don't necessarily um align with that. Right. So yeah, and I mean, easier to do maybe in 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 work and other types mm-hmm. of relationships. Harder to do in like those close relationships. Yeah. Um, especially like for example, my marriage. Right. You know, I say marriage is probably a training ground. Every area you think that you got together, mm-hmm. get married and find out. Yep. Yeah. Get married and find out. And so for me, it's the hardest to be able to go back and be like, um, so. <laughs> I, I I think I might have said that I could have said that in a better way. I, right. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Or next time I'm going to try to do this differently. I'm going to try to do that differently. Mm-hmm. It's hard because you're around people who are supposed to what love you, mm-hmm. accept your faults. Like we're ready to tell them about what love says. Yes. And what First Corinthians thirteen. <laughs> this is what love says. But then when you don't do it, it's harder for you to call that out and say, you know what, I wasn't patient. Right. I wasn't kind in how mm-hmm. I responded to you. And so, you know, it's in those moments where you have to show people that you have grown because I'm not going to be petty. I'm not going to just mm-hmm. hold back. I'm going to have to tell you that I'm wrong because if I don't, then I look like I know everything and I sure don't. I'm still growing and I'm still changing and mm-hmm. trying to get better every day. So, yeah, those I feel yeah. like in family, around people who know you the most and mm-hmm. have seen you like good, bad and different, you still have to be able to tell them when you're wrong. Right. So it's. Yeah. And it's a it's a process and it takes maturity. It takes real maturity. Um <laughs> because I had to apologize to someone um recently and I was like although what I said was right, um <laughs> my delivery was not right. Yes, you should not have done that. But my delivery wasn't right, and I felt bad about it. And because I felt bad about it, I need to come back and apologize to you for how I came across because that part was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so it takes maturity and humility. Yeah, it does. And evolution, you got to have a lot of that humility because you have to go low. Mm-hmm. Um, and be willing to... To take whatever the response is going to be because yeah. you're putting yourself in a vulnerable situation mm-hmm. to admit your fault, even though you should, but you don't know how that person's going to receive that. You don't. You don't. Because they could have been having a bad day too. And then here you come, rambunctious and stuff. <laughs> Not, with no regard to what they got going on. And so, yeah, so it's good to do that. Um, So in this blog we talked about fruit um and how we are when we're in the process of evolution it produce causes us to produce fruit and of course we all want to be fruitful that was what we were created to do it's not just about procreating babies it is also about creating good fruit and multiplying the kingdom and that 
requires participation in growth and evolution. We can't stay the same if we're multiplying things. Um, so I was reminded of John 15, one through five, where Jesus tells us about producing fruit. And he says, I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit. So they will produce even more fruit. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And so Jesus is explaining to us how God prunes us or removes the branches that don't bear fruit, which are those things in the people that are not conducive to our purpose, those behaviors and thought processes that are not conducive to our purpose, and the things that hinder us from being who we are called to be. And that happens through our circumstances, relationships, or elements of our environment that cause us to evaluate ourselves and it makes room for good fruit. So he tells us that we can't do anything without him, but I can't imagine doing anything without him. I'm pretty sure you can't, but evolution is painful and it's peeling back layers and evolution is a process. And sometimes it's a process that has to be walked out with just you and God even though you're married, there are some parts of your evolution that you probably have to walk through alone. Um, being a part of a family or a part of any relationship, there are going to be some parts of evolution that you're going to have to walk through alone. But it requires our permission and it requires us to submit to God and how he wants to approach our evolution specifically to us, which can be difficult. So... Have you ever had any difficulty relinquishing control to God during your process? All the time. <laughs> like, I, you know, I can be stubborn, right? Mm -hmm. I am the firstborn. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm the oldest. Me too. Telling everybody what to do. <laughs> um, trailblazing, setting standards, mm -hmm. trying to keep it all together, trying not to ruffle any feathers, you know, independent. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do it myself. Mm -hmm. So that's usually the same stance I take when it comes to when it comes to God, unfortunately. Mm. I have things I work through and I'm like, oh, I, I can work through it. You know, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. And it's like I'm tussling and I'm trying to figure it out. And it's just like you're trying to put a square peg into a round hole. Wow. And it's not until I just say, you know what? Why am I trying to operate by myself in this? Like... I need to I need to just let God have it. Mm. And so I mean, probably for the last I would say year when I faced some significant challenges in life, I just had to be like, you know what, I'm just gonna trust the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit was sent to us to be a helper. Yeah. And if we don't cooperate, how can somebody help you if you're not cooperating? And I was like, well, you got to cooperate. That doesn't mean, sometimes that doesn't even mean you really get to do anything. Right. That just might mean saying, I'm going to keep my hands off of it. Just be quiet. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> just be quiet. Just be still. Mm-hmm. You don't have to always do something. That's you don't good. have to always have the answer. You don't have to always know what's next. Mm. And for me, a planner, I got my planner in my book bag Listen. right now. I want to map out everything. Mm-hmm. I want to have a, it's like, no, you got to let, you just got to let God have the control. Mm-hmm. Trust the Holy Spirit to guide, ask the Holy Spirit for guidance and trust that, trust that since you have the Holy Spirit, God ain't going to let you wander off into this no man's land. Right. Trust that if you lean in, God will give you wisdom if you ask. That's what mm-hmm. the word is saying. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is ask for it. Mm. And trust the Holy Spirit. Just follow wherever the Holy Spirit leads. Girl, I be needing that play by play. I need a play by play. So you tell me, so if I go here, this is gonna happen. And this is gonna happen. Because I don't want no mishaps. That's the thing. I don't want any mishaps. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he'll he'll take things that seem so foolish to you because I had a situation like that recent where recently where it's like I never would have did this before like I've never done this before like why did you have me to do this and so I feel like the GPS should have taken me in one direction but he had the GPS to take me in another direction. And I'm like, you know, you could have did this another way, right? But in actuality, it was all a part of the plan. And don't we do that? We try to say, well, why couldn't I have done it this way? Right. Why couldn't it have been this way? It's mm-hmm. like, because you wouldn't have learned the lesson that you needed to learn if it would have happened that way. Or made the right connections that you needed to make or you know, had the right influence. Maybe somebody needed you in that moment. Maybe you needed something from someone in that moment. And so it's it's so important for us to stay connected, especially in the process of evolution. Um, they talked about the trees and the branches in that scripture. And when I think about a barren tree that produces fruit, to me, the fruit appearing on the tree is like an unveiling and it's a testament of what that tree had to endure in order in order for others to see the glory and it's an opportunity to marvel at the sight and so what came to mind to me in the car that day was an art exhibit and art is known to be a symbol of beauty And typically art or statues are unveiled at exhibits and there's a covering over it until it's ready to be presented to the partakers of the event. So this is after it's gone through all the mistakes, the chiseling, the molding, the pressure and the setting process. No one sees what that piece of art had to endure for us to behold its beauty. And this is how evolution looks. So we all have our own individual evolution process and only the divine artist knows how the finished product will look. Art is all about perception. What I may see as beautiful, you may see as unattractive and vice versa. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. What I go, you know, a lot of times when I see like art and I'm like, what, 
So this is so this is art, and it just looks like paint splatters. But someone else may come and look at it and say, "Well, I see what they were trying to do with the abstract and all." <laughs> and you're like, "You see, you but you see that in here." And so it's all about what you see in it, and no one else can be accountable for that process but you. And no one else knows how it looks on the other side, but God. Mm-hmm. And if you, if we take a chance and we we lean into Him and we communicate with Him and stay connected to Him, He'll give us glimpses. He'll give us things that we need in order to um, not really pacify us, but to motivate us mm-hmm. um, to keep going. Because I'm like, if you just give me something. Just give me something to let me know that I'm on the right path. And he definitely will. Sometimes I'm on the fence about these blogs and I'm like, this, I don't know. I'm this is not working right. And then later on I'll hear something or see something, and it's like a confirmation to me that I was on the right track, that I talked about the right subject or something that I had already put in the blog someone else, like a, a big pastor, <laughs> says. And I'm like, oh, you talking to me like you're talking to him? Okay. <laughs> so it it means so much to us and it keeps us motivated when we know that we're on the right track. And so he he knows the beginning from the end and he knows the beauty that we possess. So Tiffany, what advice do you have to someone working through their process of evolution? Well, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but (laughs) I would say really trust the Holy Spirit. And I think that some people can use that as a cop-out, but Mm -hmm. for me, it is the ultimate, to me, it's the ultimate sign that I have literally let God have it. And that means that you pray because prayer goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay to pray it all out. Give it to God is, you know, with all the snot and the tears and everything else <laughs> that you got to put out there because God can take it mm-hmm. and trust the Holy Spirit. Trust that you've given it to God. Our prayers do not fall on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. That um, God's ear is ever inclined to our cry. And so once you've given it to God, even if you can't see the movement, you just have to trust that the Holy Spirit is working. Mm. And it's hard because we, we live in a fast-paced society. We, we want to see things change. We want to see progress. We want to see improvement. Like mm. yesterday, <laughs> we want everything fast. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to God, the maturation takes whatever time it takes. That's true. You talked about a tree and bearing fruit. But that started from a seed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time, plants and trees, which I'm, you know, I'm getting into plants now. Uh-uh. <laughs> it, they take a lot. They take years before they're actually bearing right. fruit. Yeah. And so that could mean you don't know how long the process is going to mm-hmm. take. But if you trust that you've given your prayer to God and that God is taking care of it, then it will come to fruition. That's good. And for me, it would definitely be what you said earlier: is that it's a continuous thing. Give yourself grace. It is continuous. You will never perfect yourself until the day that you expire. Um, you, We will always be working on something. 
one time I told one of my friends that I had so many things that I had evaluated about myself from all them questions that I asked mm-hmm. myself. And I felt like I was a computer with like a whole bunch of tabs open at the bottom. <laughs> and I don't know about nobody else, but I work on a computer every single day. Like that is my job. And that drives me crazy when I have a lot of tabs. I can't stand it when I look at somebody's computer screen and they got 52 tabs open at the top of their screen or at the bottom. It bothers my spirit. I can't do it. And so, right. Now, I might be guilty on no. that. Not not quite 50, um, but I be having a lot. I have to keep things, okay? <laughs> so, but I, I can't do, I can find it on the on the desktop but i can't be doing all them tabs so that means that you're always working on something if you got all those tabs up then you you working on you doing all of those things simultaneously or it's something that you left up that you you you're finished with but you still got it up and that's taking up space so i don't want my life to be like that so you have to give yourself grace to know this is going to take a little bit more. I kind of think of like a beautician when you go and you get your hair done and they got all these people waiting and they're like, well, I'm going to do her because she's going to take a little bit longer. And while she's doing, while I'm putting her under the dryer, I can go and start washing you or while I'm, you know, putting her, you know, they strategically know, and they're taught that in school. My cousin is a cosmetologist. They're taught that in school of how to properly prioritize that stuff. So we have to give ourselves grace to know that this may take a little bit longer than this. But while I'm working on this and while I got this in a little holding area, I can start, I can pick this up and I can do small things. I can read about this Mm -hmm. to kind of help to get me some knowledge or some wisdom on this. Or I can talk to a friend about this particular issue that I'm dealing with and see if maybe she can pray with me Mm -hmm. about this particular thing or maybe this is situation some things only go by prayer and fasting maybe i need to fast about this particular thing but we have to be willing to give ourselves grace and understand that we're not going to finish it all at the same time don't compare your evolution process to somebody else's evolution process and one of the things that i got from (laughs) Pastor Jake's wife, Miss Sarita. Sarah says this all the time. Just because you graduated don't mean you burn the school down. So just because your evolution process is up here and other people are not matriculating like you did, you still have to give them grace and know that their process is different from yours. So don't be burning the school down once you get to a certain level of your matriculation of evolution, okay? Because let's be honest, you don't truly know all of anybody's story. You don't. So you have no idea the behind the scenes, how Mm-mm. long that took. Mm-mm. All you all you see is what you think you know right. about that person's path, and you just don't know. And everybody's not as strong or, or weak <laughs> as we think they are. And it goes for us too. And I'm learning now that in my process of evolution, you can be evolved as you think. 
and then you have a person that comes into your life and you like <laughs> now that you're here i don't think i'm as i'm quite as evolved in that area as i thought i was by myself you know how your, your, your grandparents used to say, just keep on living, baby? Yes. Yeah, you think you got it all mm-hmm. together, just keep on living. Keep on living. Somebody going to come and rub up against that that you thought you had evolved in. Mm-hmm. So, and then you, and then there you go. You figure out, okay, so I'm evolved when it comes to this particular angle of this thing. But when it comes to this, I still got work to do. That's why that scripture you read says that we must remain attached to the vine. Yes. So that we don't ever lose connection with the thing that keeps us ever evolving and ever living. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. You walking heavy, sis. You walking heavy. <laughs> so <laughs> I I appreciate this conversation and I pray that we will begin to embrace our evolution. And I'm thankful for God's grace and mercies that are new every single day that are always there to help us to endure. And I pray that we give ourselves grace and knowledge, acknowledge our healthy growth as we press towards what we are called to be in Christ. Celebrate your growth. Mm -hmm. Celebrate every small thing. You lose two pounds. Celebrate it. You don't gain five pounds over the weekend. Celebrate it. You, you know, don't curse somebody out when they cut you off in traffic. Celebrate it. When you know that you would go in and put up fingers that you may should maybe shouldn't put up, you know, celebrate that. Celebrate the small things that you didn't push somebody down when they made you mad. Celebrate that, you know, because those are small steps that lead to bigger victories. Celebrate it. So let's just thank God for the beauty for our ashes because he promised us that. And he makes all things beautiful in his time. And he makes all things work together for our good because he loves us. And so let's just be thankful that Because he began a great work in us, that he is going to complete us in every aspect. And one of the other words for complete means mature. There you go. We just wrapped that up. We just wrapped that up. And so I am thankful for Tiffany. I'm so thankful for your insight and your wisdom that you shared. It was truly a good time. And you guys, thank her as well, because this is how our blogs come out so great. She is always um, making sure she corrects me. And I sometimes I'm a little scared to open them up. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to see too many because I think she does it in like purple. I don't... <laughs> So it won't hurt my feelings so bad if it's in red. So, but here, like, I haven't been getting too many purple marks. And so I'm so thankful that um, she takes that time. As she said, she works, she is a wife, and she also is in school for her doctorate. And she still makes time for this. And I am so grateful for her for everything. So Tiffany, we thank you and you guys have an amazing month 
and continue to take care and continue to evolve and to grow with God. Bye.